Hello, and welcome to the Way Family Podcast. I am one of the hosts, and my name is Zach, but you guys probably already know that. Today we have some cool stuff coming up. We interviewed two of our friends who are musicians. They did a house show at my parents' house, and I even got to play some music too, so that was fun. I apologize for the sound quality at the first half of this episode. We're working on getting better sound quality. And we have a little way for you guys to help us out. There will be a link in the show notes. If you want to go over, click through that link and maybe kick us a couple dollars. Uh, Maybe give up a coffee for one day and you'll be able to support us with that. That would be really cool and we'd appreciate it a ton. Hannah couldn't be here for the entire episode because Forrest was being crazy during the interview and we were trying to record music. So she went on a target run. But next week she'll be back when we interview our friends from Canada about adventure in the everyday. We encourage you guys to share, subscribe, rate, and review, and we super appreciate the fact that you're listening, and uh, we love you all. So right now I'm going to play a song by Sandy Cohen. It's called I Am Here, You Are There, and it's off of his new album, Um, Sandy Cohen isn't actually his real name. His real name is Jordan, but you'll hear a little bit more about that in the podcast. I hope you enjoy. I'm scared as well, afraid. 
Hello, and welcome to the Way Family Podcast. Today, we have some guests. And Hannah's here also. Oh, <laughs> oh and her. <laughs> <laughs> and Forrest is also here. <laughs> uh, so, why don't you guys uh, introduce yourself? Say, say your name real quick so they can... Uh, my name's Reed Gosen. <laughs> Tell us about oh, yourself. You just, no, 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 I just said say their name. Oh. Told me to say my That's name. It. Okay. Uh, orders. I'm Jordan Loveless. Cool. Right. So that, totally. that is their voices. So. Little Ebro. Um, we just uh, they, got, they got here a little bit ago. Forrest woke up from his nap. He's happy. And now he's uh, he's being a cheese ball. So he might have to take off soon, but. Uh-huh. Well, they're on their tour, right? What's your tour called? Anything? Sister, sister. Yeah, the sister, sister tour. <laughs> I think it's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just released a couple songs on uh, iTunes and Spotify, so it's kind of to promote that, but kind of more just to, like, have an excuse to go on a road trip with yeah. a friend. So, yeah. Played last, played last night at Zach's parents' house. Yeah. There's like 400 people there. It's yeah, cr- it was crazy. If you guys missed out. Mi- minus 390. <laughs> <laughs> minus 398. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great. It was fun. It was mellow, but it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I I hardly get to play, so when I have a chance to play, it's like pretty nice. Yeah, you did great. Yeah, it was fun. Alan Jackson song was. Pretty awesome. David Brothers covers. Mm-hmm. Alan Jackson. Randy Jackson. <laughs> Randy Jackson. <laughs> uh, and um, so you guys played in San Diego and yeah. LA-ish? Yeah, we played in Silver Lake in LA, which was my house. Okay. And then Santa Maria last night. And then we're working on one more, I think Orange County, tomorrow night. Cool. cool. We originally wanted to go like all the way to Seattle, but it was just like... Really hard to call someone, but like, can we play your living room on a Wednesday night? Yeah, and they're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was more just for fun. It was like, it's like our first ever shows, just all acoustic and kind of getting the nerves out because we want to do like a real tour. Yeah, but it was yeah, it's fun. San Diego was awesome. L.A. was great. We played in my backyard in L.A. And I have a skate ramp. Mm-hmm. We played in the skate ramp. That's cool. So that was cool. really cool. Yeah, we were gonna play inside, but then we were skating earlier that day, and we we're like, dude. Yeah. It would be really cool to like yeah. play in the ramp and have people like, sit around. Yeah, there was cool acoustics that like echoed and yeah. Yeah, it was just fun. Super fun. Some natural reverb. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Totally. So yeah, it's fun. Cool. So, um, Reed, you're from Minneapolis. Yep. Well, I, that's where you live now. Yeah, I grew up in Minneapolis, okay. um, but left after high school and just moved back less than a year ago. So. Where were you before that? Um... Most recently, I was in Melbourne, Australia, for about a year and a half, um, and that's when Jordan and I kind of reconnected. Um, on my way back from Melbourne, you pretty much have to fly through LA. So, yeah, that's so. Uh, yeah, and then he was in LA for like a weekend. We hung out like all day, every day. Yeah, just had a lot of fun. Yeah, that's but cool. then yeah, over the last few years, we would just send each other like our demos mm-hmm. and kind of just get each other's feedback, like just for fun. Yeah, and then uh, like the more we did it, the more the songs kind of felt like they got better. Yeah, right. and I was like kind of joking. I was like, "We should go on tour." He's like, "I'm so down." And then it kind of just like happened. Yeah, I don't know. It was just loose, it but it was kind of, yeah, it worked out. It was cool. Yeah, it was super yeah. fun. Yes, we're taking a short break. Can you say bye for us? Later, dude.
Yeah, so I was in Melbourne for a year and a half before moving back to Minneapolis, and then was in Chicago for about six and a half years doing undergrad and some grad school, and then, yeah, and was in Sweden for a couple years too, kind of like bounced back and forth between Sweden and Chicago, but um, yeah, about two years altogether in Sweden. Tell them what your undergrad's in. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so I did my undergrad in Scandinavian studies. Oh, yes, cool. Uh huh. <laughs> Very applicable. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I want to make money. That's why I studied that. So. Are you Swedish? I don't actually think so. I think I'm Norwegian. What, what's your like? I think like Sweden? most uh, Minnesotans are uh, either like Norwegian or or Swedish. Yeah, it, it sounds really random. Like when I meet people outside of. Uh, Minnesota, they're like, what? Why Sweden? And it is kind of random, but there's so much Scandinavian heritage. Right. Um, And I grew up, like, my family and, um, yeah, friends and stuff. There was a lot of that. So it wasn't actually that random um, to go over there. It was kind of like, oh, cool. Like, he's checking out his roots. Yeah. Yeah. And I hung out in Norway for quite a bit, too. So it was really, yeah. That's cool. Hannah's, like, family has some Norwegian and, like, Swedish. Nice. Traditions that they do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. So your little like a uh, welcome sign. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Does that mean welcome? Sure does. Yeah. That's what I figured. Dude, I didn't know you like spoke Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> I only read it. I don't so speak you, <laughs> <laughs> you and Hannah like grew up in kind of the same town area ish. Yeah, like the kind of greater Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul area, but. Um, okay. Yeah. Did you have like mutual friends? Yeah, um, probably not at the same time, but like some of the people that she grew up with, I kind of connected with later on in life. Cool. Um, yeah, so you should give them a shout out in case they're listening. Oh, um, <laughs> Annie and Katie Matheson, if you're listening. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, Matheson. Yeah, Matheson. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And um, then Jordan, <laughs> yeah, you tell us a little bit about yourself. Past, yeah, I don't know, a couple of years. Yeah. Um, quick brief background. I grew up in California and closer to San Diego, though. Um, yeah, I worked at a camp in the forest when I was 18 <laughs> and met you guys. Actually, both of you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we all three, uh, well, all four. Hannah's gone now. She yeah. had to take forest. Was, forest was grumpy. He just spilled everything all over. <laughs> um, <laughs> spilled my, my whiskey sour. Yeah. Threw a fastball at it. <laughs> change up um <laughs> yeah i grew up in california worked at that camp i moved to portland right after that camp um was skateboarding pretty much every day when i was up there because i was working for a skate park um skateboarding a lot i got an email one day uh this team manager guy from a company like a skateboard company asked me to move back to la and ride for his company sweet so i did that and uh went around the world Went around the U.S. on tour for skateboarding. Did that whole deal. Um, always played guitar, like, just kind of for fun. And then, um, yeah, I broke my ankle, and that kind of ended my skateboard, short-lived skateboard, quote-unquote, career. Um, started playing music, and only in the last, like, year have I really felt like the songs were worth exploring and recording. Um, it's a little yeah. hard to get to that, to that yeah. point. Yeah, no. Where you're like... I don't know. If totally. I, should I even finish writing this? Or, yeah. like, where is this going? Thankfully, I have two older brothers and a, my dad 
is uh, super into music. My dad's in a Beatles cover band, which is awesome. Yeah. And then my brothers are in a band together. And it was kind of a good gauge, like, listening to their songs. I'd write a song and then listen to their song and be like, yeah, my song's not good. <laughs> and I would send it to them and they would give me, like, constructive criticism, which was great. Yeah. But in the last, like, year, yeah, I would send them songs and finally it was kind of like, yeah, it's a good song. So, um, yeah, I've been kind of not pursuing music, but actually writing and recording and going on tour and, yeah, having fun, so. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So we met eight years ago? Which is crazy. Yeah. 2008? Yeah. 2009? 2009, I think, think, yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. And I haven't seen you, Reed, I haven't seen you since then. I know, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I guess it makes sense, yeah. And so we played a show last night at my parents, and I stopped playing music pretty much. Yeah. Except for, like, my job, and that's just, like, four chord, same kind of mu- the worship music over and over. Yeah. Like GCE minor D. Mm-hmm. There's not um, a lot of uh, chord structure in those yeah, songs. Yeah, it's kind of sad. But it's easy. It's fun yeah. to play. Yeah. Um, but it's not, like, super creative, so yeah. I don't have a lot of time, like, here to play, so it's just really nice to, like, I don't know, Forrest was sleeping... And I had like twenty minutes to just play guitar, and it didn't even like matter that there was people there, because it was just like, dude, if I have twenty minutes to play guitar, yeah, like that's <laughs> pretty yeah. sweet. <laughs> yeah, it was super fun. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So, Reed, tell us a little bit about uh, like writing music and stuff, or like how you write songs, or why you write songs, or yeah, totally. I think kind of like Jordan was just saying, there. I don't know. I'm a pretty like sensitive and. Like, everybody can be self-conscious about stuff. Um, And before I really started, like, writing music, I did a lot of visual art. Um, So I was, like, pretty good at drawing and did a lot of, like, AP art in high school where, you know, you're making a portfolio and, like, uh, turning it into slides and and, um, shipping stuff off to, I think it was, like, New Jersey where they looked through hundreds of these portfolios from uh, high school students all around the country and like um, you can get college credit for it and I was a an art major oh, cool. um, for a while in college but just got super burnt out on it and like I just put a ton of pressure on myself um, in, and the reason I turned to music was kind of because I got super burnt out on visual art I did like a lot of pen and ink stuff but also like some intaglio printmaking and um, film photography and stuff like that and uh, loved it at first, and then it just kind of, I don't know, maybe it was just like the setting I was at in college where you're you know, forced to produce at a certain rate, really stressed me out. Um, like four grades and four of the class? Yeah, 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 and like you need to have like, you know, two pieces done by, you know, like next Monday sort of thing was like, really, really stressed me out. Um, and so I dropped my major and sort of started, and I'd always played guitar, guitar mm-hmm. just like for fun, um, but... Yeah, I really turned to music, and I think that kind of became a creative outlet for me. Um, and yeah, like, as with visual art, there came a certain point where, like, I just kind of psyched myself out, and, you know, kind of like Jordan was saying when he would listen to his brothers play music, he was like, oh, man, like, I'm not, you know, like, I'm not good enough. Like, this isn't even worth doing. Right. Um, and I wrestled with that for a while. But I think um, recently, and actually probably one of the, integral reasons why I came out here to do this show with Jordan was like, no, like I'm, I'm a 
creative person and whether or not I get attention for it or get paid for it, like, I don't know, there's just sort of this innate compulsion to to create for me that scratches an itch, like, deep down, even right. just doing it, even if it's right. just me in my, you know, like, bedroom recording on GarageBand using a USB condenser mic, like, it just scratches a certain itch. Um, yeah. And yeah. S- slowly I would start to, like, share these songs with people, and it was in a band in Chicago... Um, playing bass mostly, just kind of like behind the scenes, and that that wasn't very confronting because it was like other people's music. And, right. Um, but yeah, I sort of received a little bit of encouragement um, here and there until like we would play shows, and um, our front man would be like, "Hey, like we should play a couple of your songs, or you should just play a couple of your songs." And like a couple of the girls in the band would sing harmonies with me, or just kind of that's cool. Yeah, metal around and. Um, yeah, so I don't know, like, coming out here and doing this was a a step for me. Do you think that, like, um, with with social media and, like, living in the digital age and everything has um, been beneficial for, like, the arts or for music, or do you think that it's, like, harmed, I don't know, creative people? Or, or both, or what are your thoughts on that? For me personally, um... Being a really self-conscious person, it, like, I would never, I think that if I, it was either, like, you get up and play in front of people, or you just don't, I think that would have been, I think I would have backed out, I think I would have wussed out, I don't think I would have done anything, but just being able to write a song and record it in the comfort of my own home, and, like, you know, like, that's not very, that's not very confronting, I can sit there and dial in a harmony or you know like sing a song 12 times until i get the best one right um that was really enabling for me so i think for me personally it's been a really really good thing and um yeah some people are incredibly talented but maybe don't live in places where they're really able to get recognized right you know like if you have some kid living in the middle of nowhere in montana with like an amazing voice and a creative mind and is a really gifted lyricist like doesn't matter that they're in Montana. Someone in New York could be like, "Holy crap! Like we we need to get this guy over here." You know, like, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think there's beauty in the connections that you make through social media, for sure. But there's also harmful things. Like I don't know. We've been posting photos from like the shows and stuff, and it's it's cool for me to be able to like let people know that I play music. Yeah. But you can also definitely like fake that. Yeah. And like act like there was 500 people at your show <laughs> yeah. when really there's five. You know? Right. Right. Yeah, I I think sometimes I, like, get into this, um, like, comparison game, and then I psych myself out, so I, I'll be like, um, you know, or, you okay, I'll, you, I'll use an example from, when, like, when I was in a hardcore band, Yeah, and that was, like, back in the day, yeah, <laughs> super metal, and um, I would, like, look up people who did, like, vocal covers, because I was, like, the screamer. Mm-hmm. And, like, listen to, like, their, like, vocals. And I was like, holy crap, dude. I suck compared to them. Like, why am I even trying? Yeah. There's a, there's enough people out there that are, like, super talented. Why, like, why should I even try? And I think that with, like, the rise of social media, it's really easy for me to compare myself to others and just, like, give up. Or just, like, be like, you know, okay, we have the... We have the Yvette Brothers. We have Gregory Allen. Like, yeah. Um, 
Totally. Like, why why do I even need to record? Mm-hmm. Or, 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 you know, like, who's going to listen to me? Or, like, is my song good enough? And then I just psych myself out. Um, but I think I've slowly been getting over that. Yeah, you kind of have to get over it and realize, like, like Reed was saying, you have an itch to do it, and you just you just got to do it, or else you won't be satisfied. Yeah. I went and recorded with Joshua James. Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, he's like, one, he's of, like one of my favorite yeah, artists. definitely one of mine. Um, I've I found his music on a YouTube video like before he was really like his first record had come out. I was like seventeen, and my ex girlfriend showed it to me. And he's playing in a coffee shop, and nobody's listening. Mm-hmm. There's like a like a hundred people there, but like everyone's talking. Right. And he's playing, and it's like amazing. And I like after that bought his record, and I've been following his career ever since. Um, but yeah, I just emailed him from like the contact page on his website. Yeah. I was like, hey man, like. I have these songs I'd love to explore them with you like is this possible and you just wrote back sure here's the dates that work for me that's awesome yeah it was super cool and I just flew to Utah by myself and just drove to his house and knocked on his door and as he has a home studio I just knocked on his door and he's like hey man and then we played but like you were saying he we went through my songs and he kind of like was like oh what if we went to this chord or what if we went to this chord and kind of Help me flush through some of them, mm-hmm. and then we changed the melody a little bit on one of the songs. And I couldn't hit it like I because we had, I just learned it and like I've been playing it one way for so long. Right. Uh, so he w- I was trying to figure it out and I couldn't figure it out. So he sang my song, like so I could listen to it mm-hmm. like for like a day and then like learn it. So he's <laughs> I'm like trying to sing it and then he sings it like perfect like first try, and I was like, what I don't. Can you just... <laughs> yeah, I was like, why am I doing this? Like, he's so much better than me. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I don't know. It's still fun, and it's still, like, I think worth exploring. And I don't know, just as an artist, like, it's yeah. just fun. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So you went to Utah and recorded with Joshua James. And yeah. And, like, put out your album. Yeah, I did three songs. Um, one of the songs ended up scratching... Um, so I released two songs on Spotify and iTunes. I put it on Noise Trade like a month before I put it on Spotify, mm-hmm. which was cool. Noise Trade did like a feature. I got like a new notable feature, and they put me on their email blast, which goes out to like two million people or something. That's cool. Yeah, so it got quite a bit of downloads. It's a lot of people. Yeah, it is. And it's like all over the country and the world, actually. Yeah. Because like, I can see who downloaded it. So I obviously see like a lot of my friends, but then it's like, Jeremy from... Florida downloaded your music. Yeah. I'm like, who? Why? Thanks, Jeremy. Yeah. yeah, that was kind of the same thing with our podcast. When we launched, we had like this whole plan. Yeah. And we were trying to get on New and Noteworthy on iTunes. Yeah. And um, we we made it. Nice. And so I think we got a lot of exposure from that. Cool. Um, but we were only on there for like 48 hours. So. Still, I mean, that like people look at that stuff. Yeah. Because I probably only would have got a couple hundred. And because I got on the new and notable list, it was, like, a lot more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did, did you feel, like, more, um, like, accomplished? Totally. After that? It like, made it, like, it worth like, it. More than, like, my grandma and my friends. Of course. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It felt really great. It was cool. Yeah. And I, like, got some random, like, Instagram DMs from random people that downloaded it and, like, Facebook messages. I got a Facebook message, like, a week ago. <laughs> it was, like... Some guy, he's like, yeah, I love your track. I'm going to play it at my radio show in the UK. Whoa, that's sweet. I was sweet. like, what? <laughs> yeah, and then it was cool. Like, he was like, yeah, it'll be on, like, around this time. So, like, I texted my family. I was like, I'm going to be on the radio. 
we all listened to it together, and it was like, it was cool. That is cool. So real. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting, like, if you, the, the, like, digital age that we live in, if, yeah, like, no one it in freaking Germany would hear this podcast yeah. 20 years ago. Totally. Or, yeah. like, my music or your music or Reed's music or whatever, but now, like, we're kind of, like, at least me, like, I compare myself to others, and I'm like, uh, I don't, I should not even be doing this, like, I'm not a professional, I'm just totally average, like, average musician, I, I'm not that great of a singer or a guitar player, but then, it's like, some random people from around the world get to hear your music, and it's like, affects them somehow, Dude, and that cool. is, that's pretty cool, so yeah. it's like, it's a weird game where you're like, you never know who you're gonna like affect right I think it's more than music too like oh everything you know like if somebody released an album back in the you know 80s or 70s or whatever like really all you know about that person is maybe like the album they've written maybe a newspaper article if they're like a big band but that's about it and I think with social media man like there's so much more backstory and you get such a more um well-rounded picture Right. Of a person, obviously that person is in control of the image they give out. That's a that's a whole different conversation. But yeah. like, um, for me, um, I don't know. Like going to a concert, even if I really like somebody, can make me a little nervous sometimes. I saw Sufjan Stevens mm-hmm. uh, for the first time a couple of years ago, and his music has always just been like amazing. You know, for me, I've yeah. loved it. It's been I don't know, just so good and and. Yeah, really unique and special to me, and there are a lot of good memories attached to it. But I was a little bit nervous going to see him for the first time because I was like, you know, like this is a pretty like enigmatic person. I hope like he's cool, you know, because yeah. I've gone to concerts where like it was music I liked, but the artist was just like kind of a jerk, and it sort right. of ruined his music and for then me. You're like, oh man, I don't want to listen to it. Like it ruins your memory. Totally, you yeah, that too. So I think um, with social media, you get like a way more. Um, in-depth look into a a person's life you know if they're a musician they're probably I don't know posting like funny little pictures or snapchats or like whatever and I, I think that getting more backstory for me helps me to get behind an artist too right it gives yeah. you access to people's lives that you never had totally and it makes them more relatable yeah you know yeah which is crazy because I work for a celebrity yeah tell us <laughs> tell us about your tell us about your job yeah I work for uh, Sean White who I think 90% of people our age know who he is, but some people don't. Yeah, I was trying um, to tell my dad who he was, and he was like, oh, is he like that Carrot Top guy? Totally. Like, <laughs> it's crazy, because like, he's, as an athlete, there's not many athletes that have done this, but he's like transcended like youth culture. Like My grandma knows who he is, and like, yeah. which is crazy. Um, but so I, I'm I mean, his, He's an Olympic athlete. Yeah, <laughs> he transcended snowboarding. He's like yeah. a personality. He um, has a line of clothes at Target. He did, not anymore, oh. but, which is huge, but now he's got a line at Macy's, oh. so we switched from boys to, to like a men's line. Young, young men, or is it like... Boys to men. Yeah, boys, boys to men. men. That's the name of the line, actually. Oh, cool. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um, no, it's, it's like a, it's like for people our age, like leather jackets and like denim and like oh, cool stuff, cool. like mm-hmm. stuff I'd actually wear, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, but my job is, I'm his videographer, mm-hmm. and I literally just film his life. And That's cool. we make episodes once a month and people watch them. And it's like, that is social media. Like, you can only watch it on your phone. It's through this app called Go90, which mm-hmm. is like Verizon's new app. It's like television. But, like, 
I'm with him all day, every day. I have access to his life, but I'm filming it. And now the world has access to this guy's life that you couldn't have before. Right. Yeah. And you could see his personality and uh, what he's into. And I don't know. It's just cool. Yeah. But yeah, super random. So you just like follow him around with the camera? And... Yeah, pretty much. That's cool. Yeah, it's. I've been doing it for like a year and a half, and been travel. I was home 18 days in the last five months. Dang. It, it was snowboard season. Um, so yeah, I was in. Beijing, Austria, New Zealand, all over, man. That's Super crazy. Fun. So you get to travel with them. Yeah. So you actually, like, you get to see them behind the scenes, too. Totally, yeah. I see them even when the camera's not on, and I've spent almost every day with them the last year. That's um, cool. Which is, yeah. I got hired to just, like, go on one trip. I went to China with them, and then after, like, two days, we were like, yeah, like, we're going to be friends. So he hired me full-time, and... Um, yeah, he plays music too, so we play guitars all the time together. And we, I could skateboard, so we skateboard together and then snowboard. And yeah, he's Sweet. just like me, but way better than me at everything. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are like friends, but he's like the big brother kind. Kind of, yeah. Like... He's four years older than me. Uh, oh, yeah. I thought he was like a lot older. He's only twenty nine. He's Dang. just he's been in the spotlight for so long. That makes me feel. I don't know how that makes me yeah. feel. Yeah, he's only 29. 29. He didn't go pro at like 14 or something. Yeah, he went pro at 14. He's been oh sponsored since he was 7. He's a child prodigy. So yeah. Over half his life. Yeah. yeah. He's just really good at everything he does. Hmm. But it's great for me because it challenges me to be better. and Yeah. It's cool. So. Well, let's, uh, let's play some tunes. Yeah. Let's grab the guitars and we'll each do one song. Yeah. Yeah. Who's first? You can go first, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I gotta grab my guitar. All right. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna play a song called Adelina. Um, I wrote this song like two days before I was gonna record. So I was originally gonna record a different song. I wrote it in my hotel room as I was on my way to Utah. And uh, yeah, it was cool. I showed it to Josh, and then uh, he really liked it, and we kind of reworked a couple things and added a couple chords, turned it into like a country song. Um, but it's about this girl that I met who was from Finland. She was like in town to do some modeling uh, in LA. Went on like a couple dates and hung out, and she was really cool. Um, and the song's like definitely about her, but I just really liked her name. So I wrote the song, but like I didn't really know her that well, so it wasn't like this like three year relationship and we broke up. It was just more like I started singing the melody one day and oops, I uh, just kind of wrote the song. And yeah, she heard it once it came out and was like, cool i don't really know you but cool <laughs> um but yeah it's under the name sandy cohen that's my artist name which is the dad and the television show the oc um well my brother has his own music and it's under the name dustin loveless so i didn't really want to do my name under jordan loveless even though it is an interesting last name but uh yeah i don't know i was trying to think of like a moniker to go under and i just love that tv show i think it's hilarious and i grew up in southern california and uh yeah i just like was watching it one day and I was like that would be hilarious and plus there's like Leonard Cohen and I don't know it just had a nice ring to it yeah and also I was like hoping to get like write-ups about my music just because of the name so even if the music sucks like I'd still get exposure because people like that name like I'm sure BuzzFeed would eat it up I'm hoping to get big enough where the name's like a trademark problem I feel like BuzzFeed would yeah write about my music just because of the name um but yeah Sandy Cohen the song's called Adelina so
but she talked funny. She could say the same. I didn't care about much except to get a name. Downtown LA, bright lights on her face. I thought she looked pretty. Nothing to contemplate. Sarah's song. I wrote it about my friend Sarah. We've been friends for a long time and I've written a lot of songs about like romantic situations, but I haven't written a ton about friendship, so I figured it was about time. I got you that book on Japanese design. I bet you're wearing black when I swing by With your Fleetwood Mac in the kitchen playing high La-da-da-da-da-dum And I'll pump you up before Got to fight Cause you show me your vitamin supply Sarah, you and I may 
make heartbreak look alright. La da 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 da. And a broken feet might scratch up all the floors, but we were just trying. To get our money's worth. Though honestly, I don't wanna think no more. La da 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 da. It's a classic song, though, right? Yeah, super classic. So we'll just, all three of us kind of sing it, and we'll close out the podcast. And then, of course, Hannah will come tell you a a nerdy joke. Cool? Cool. Let's hit it. Go downtown. Yeah. <laughs> she said, 
What's up, guys? It's Hannah. What's up, fam? Baze. Um, I just got back from Target, and I've been thinking about this joke for a long time, so I'd want, I thought it would be a good time to share it. So there were two olives hanging out up on top of an olive jar, and one of them fell off and landed on the ground, and his friend was like, Dude, oh my gosh, are you okay? And the other olive looked up, and he was like, Eh, olive. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha 